0: Though the audiences continue to grow, I experienced depression caused by exhaustion, isolationism, and creative ennui, which that means utter weariness. Uh, Too famous to be a normal person outdoors and can't even be romantic, Steve Morton no longer had access to the civilized life. When the concert was over, he was whisked away by security and he found himself in prison in his hotel room, quote, nowhere to look but inward. He was too exhausted to to speak up and even look for options. He got to the place he was hoping to be. He got to the summit and he found there was no air to breathe. Too exhausted to enjoy, too paranoid that in one failed swoop, he'd lose it all. So he kept on going in what he called the loneliest period of his life. He had to keep going because, see, he had seen too many before him who had achieved this massive success and then they lost it all. By his own admission, he just, he wasn't as funny as he used to be. And nowhere to move up anymore. All he could do was move sideways. And and, and his art? His art was as ephemeral as the daily newspaper. Back to the book, the last year of my stand-up, I became a party host, presiding not over timing, not over ideas, but but over a celebratory bash of my own making. In a public situation, I was expected to be the figure I was on stage. People were waiting for a show, but my show was only that. It was just a show. It was precise, particular, and and, and, and then it was not... uh, reproducible in the living room. To me, my act was very serious. Wow. We started uh, this book talking about Steve Martin's 75-25 effort to success ratio. And then uh, the next episode was finding his niche. And then yesterday's episode was, was how he repped for confidence. And he did all of that, that got him to the grand stage only to become lonely, depressed, empty, Entrapped chasing what he called the multi-zeroed income Here's what's up In his quest to the top he took he took risk because he was relatively unknown he he took he took on all the shows He tinkered dabbled doodled uh, with his art. He created his own niche. He got there and when he did he lost his freedom He lost his purpose And he had no one to enjoy it with, no way to enjoy it. He was exhausted. He questioned his purpose. By his own admission, he said, uh, no one, no one's humming the tunes, the little tunes, the jingles I do on stage. No one is, is remembers my jokes and laughs at them. Here today, gone tomorrow. My challenge to me, my provocation to you is this. Is what are you climbing for? And then once you get there, what are you going to do with it? What do you do from there? Marcus Persson, the the guy who sold Minecraft to Microsoft for $2.5 billion. B, $2.5 billion. When he did, he found himself severely depressed. He said the problem with getting everything is you run out of reasons to keep trying and human interaction becomes impossible due to imbalance. Can you imagine being a billionaire? Who do you surround yourself with who aren't trying to get at you? If you can buy anything that you want, what makes it it magical when you do purchase it? See, Marcus can relate to Steve Martin. It's lonely at the top. See, when you lose your try when you die the very fact that you're still trying that you're still scratching and clawing do that success you're winning And, and, and realize this that that as you notch in your tries as you try and you keep notching progressively in your life you get to make an impact in others too along the way because they're trying too. you know what i hope you never get there i hope i don't get there either Because once we arrive, whatever that is, once I run out of tries, my impact, my legacy dies. Keep trying. Thanks for tuning in to The Sales Life. I'll see you next time.